<laughs> Ready? That was me, man. <laughs> All right, y'all chill out, y'all chill out, y'all chill out. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Steve, what up, brother? No, uh, much, man. How you doing? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm happy to have you back on, my guy. Happy to have you back. Facts. So, uh, I'm gonna do just a brief intro, real fast, and then we'll just we'll get it. All right. So, welcome to the Michael Balco Show. Today, I have a special guest for y'all. He's a Wake Forest alum, member of the Dean's List, and a good friend of mine, Steve Claude. What's up, my brother? No much. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, you know, we have talked before, right, during, like, your draft process and all that. You were actually my first ever NFL draft prospect interview. Um, you know, we've stayed in touch since then. We've become pretty good friends. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit about how you were preparing for the NFL draft and all that. Um, I know that uh, <laughs> we both stayed in touch throughout the process. But, like, what is, like, the skill set that you learned from, like, the NFL draft experience, like, as a whole? Uh, I say skill set I learned is probably being more of a in terms of like life I say being more of a people person I usually you know more family staying laid back to myself but being more open to talking to people doing interviews stuff like that it's just never been me because I've never been the type to want to like the spotlight or want to do interviews after games and stuff even though like sometimes I was forced to but you know just learning those those skills and then on the field just you know, more detailed stuff in, in the football world, like um, do like simple head nods to make a DB go a certain way or like putting your head down and and not giving up on a, on a deep ball that's like may seem that's just like five yards over your head or something, putting your head down and giving that extra oomph and going to get it with late hands, you know, things of that nature I've learned a lot. Right. So, um, you know, despite all your hard work, unfortunately you weren't drafted, but, uh, you know, what's it like? you know, training like hella hard, right? And then, you know, not getting the result you necessarily hope for in the end. Oh, that's all right. Um, you know, of course, everybody wants to be drafted. But at the same time, it's still people have been in your situation. People has been in this situation before, and I won't be the last person that's in this situation. So that's why I say education is, like, key because, like, that's why I picked a school like Wake Forest to where if something like this was to happen. I have something to fall back on, which is like my degree from weight. Um, so just I'm still gonna keep working out, still gonna keep the dream alive, but I know that this isn't the end of me, so it's okay. Yeah, for sure. I know we uh talked about that in our first interview, whenever you whenever we did, you know, talk about why you chose Wake Forest, education was obviously a big part of that. And then obviously getting on the dean's list, you know, you, you really worked your ass off in that classroom. I'm proud of you, bro. But um so what teams were interested in you, like, before the draft? And then, like, have any teams really been in contact following the draft? Um, I know everything goes through my agent, but the team he talked to me about the most is the Chargers. And I know with Kenan Allen and Mike Williams, there's a lot of those two great receivers I can learn from. I would have been able to learn from in that system. Um, you know, they didn't draft me. They didn't pick me up. But that's all right. You know, if they do come around still um, later on, that would be lovely. If any team comes around, that would be lovely. But that was the team that he talked about the most to me. Yeah. Okay. So um, no team's been in contact after, though? Uh, no, nah, no team's have been in contact, or at least – not to my knowledge, you know, my agent yet, talks to yet. everybody for me. So in due I have, time. Uh, in due yes, time. Sir. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, 
you know, what's kind of like been the process following the draft? You know, everyone knows about like, you know, the Joe Burrows, right. And the guys that like get drafted, but like, what's your experience as an undrafted free agent who didn't really, you know, you didn't get picked up in that like first wave of the undrafted free agency period. Like what's, what's the process like now? Um, Now it's just more of working out and trying to put yourself more out there, you know, um, working on things like, um, running routes and stuff, sending teams more film with you, uh, more game film, just doing everything you can to get in front of the right person's eye to make them say, hmm, maybe we want him on our team. You know, it's, 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 it's not – I wouldn't say it's a difficult process, but it's not like picking a college anymore where, okay, you have this amount of schools wanting you, you're picking a school. And now it's like you want – somebody somewhere to uh, to know notice you you want somebody somewhere to say we need him he's going to be effective for us for sure um you know obviously Wake Forest had a few guys get picked up in the draft and then signed afterwards um what's it like seeing your teammates who put in their work alongside you get picked up oh man, that's a great feeling you know me Kendall Scotty Justin all great friends we still we've been talking since they've gotten picked up and they they have positive mindsets about everything. Like even towards me, they say like, "Hey, you're a great player. Like things, like great things are gonna happen for you." Um, so just having that same support for them and letting them know like, "Hey, I am proud of you. Keep grinding. Keep having that same work ethic, or even more now that you're there at that level." Because like you know, it is a business. So like any advice or anything I could give them in terms of, like, work ethic or anything, I will do it or anything I see that they're doing, you know, I might think they're doing wrong. You know, if, if they send me a clip of film or something like that, they, they'll come to me and I tell them, hey, change this, do this, because we are boys at the end of the day. So it's not like, oh, I'm bitter or anything like that. You want to see all of your friends succeed, even if you're in a tough situation yourself. So, uh, you know, you mentioned to me previously about how you'd be willing to play, you know, multiple positions, you know, whatever you need like whoever teams need, you know, if they needed an extra corner, you'd hop out there, all that good stuff. Um, did teams know that about you heading into the draft? Um, I don't think they knew that about me. Like, I think they they had a feeling because on my – um, you fill out a sheet before you go to the NFL. And on the sheet, I wrote athlete. Although majority of my film was at the wide receiver position, I wrote athlete to let them know, like, hey, I can do anything you want. Because you have people that's from Miami, like that I know that has made this transition. Like Quentin Dunbar, he played wide receiver in high school and college, man. Now he's a, a top tier corner in the NFL. So it's like I can make that switch and work at it. And if I like did make that switch, I know I could hopefully or possibly become that top tier corner also. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, not being drafted, it's got to be like tough to deal with, you know. It really just like adds a chip on your shoulder. Um, so you know, like, what's what's next for you, brother? Um, you know, just hopefully the NFL works out. If not, you know, you still have other football leagues like um, the XFL if that comes back, or the Canadian Football League because you know you have people like Cameron Wake. Cameron Wake is a All Pro NFL player. Everybody knows him. Hopefully, future All Famer who started his career off in the CFL and was a monster there before the Dolphins signed him. And now look at him. Everybody loves Cameron Wade. So just hopefully I can be one of those people who, you know, I may get my start somewhere else. I'm okay with that. I just want to play football and, you know, do what I love doing, do what I love playing.
Yeah, for sure. So like, what's, you know, anything about like the process of getting into that or are you just still trying to learn it? Um, I'm still trying to learn it. I have coaches and stuff um, that have players that have played in the CFL um, who say, okay, we're going to, you know, look out for you. If, if we hear something, know something, we'll let you know. But just the process in general, I don't know, like how you know what to do for the NFL, you know, work out. Um, get your numbers, get your film, send it to GMs and stuff. You know that process. But CFL, it's, it's another country, you know. So, I don't know. Yes, sir. Just keep sending that film out to them, bro. I guarantee you're going to hit you some hits for sure. But, um, you know, you have any advice for the young athletes out there? You know, you know, everybody obviously, you know, I've talked to several guys throughout the draft process, and some of them were fortunate enough to get drafted. Um, but, you know, I kind of want to hear some advice, you know, like somebody in your shoes who didn't get drafted and like, just give, give some advice to the young athletes out there who have the dreams of playing in the NFL, but you know, they'll, they don't really necessarily understand the work you have to put into it. You know, uh, just some advice I could give you is probably education is key. That's number one, first and foremost, because without that, you know, you probably, you won't even touch the field without education. In college. Right. Um, secondly, it'll be just, Work as hard as you can, but don't, you know, don't put all of your apples in one thing. Like, I know having a dream of football is like everybody like, yeah, without football, I'm nothing. But you're more than just a football player. Like how LeBron said, more than just an athlete. So don't put all your apples into going to the NFL because, you know, it may not work out. Like in my situation right now, the NFL isn't where life is taking me at this moment. So I know I have other things like that I can be doing with my degree. So just don't put your apples in one bunch. Education is key. And work your butt off. Like have that niche to make teams see that you that they need you. Have something to where it's like we need him on our team. He's he's do, he he will do this better than somebody else. You know? Like in my case I feel like I'm gonna be the, the biggest dog on any team I go on. Like I have that have that show on my shoulder where it's like you put somebody in front of me, I'm going to dog you every play. So I feel like every player needs something about them to where they can go out there and say this about themselves and, like, they're going to do this. And even right now, if I'm not on the team and I have to go, you know, get a job or somewhere else, I'm going to be a dog at my job, you know. Oh, yeah. and, you know, going to the work field, like, but if I'm, you know, for example, if I'm selling cars, I'm going to say, yo, I'm going to sell more cars than this person. I don't care what I have to do to sell more cars. I'm going to sell more cars than them. Not saying that's the career path I'm choosing. I just use that as an example. Yeah. So just, sure. yeah. That's it. Education is key. Be a dog and, like, work. That's it. Have that niche. Yes, sir. I appreciate you hopping on today. Um, yeah, that's all I got. So uh, appreciate up, it, bro. dog. And uh, I'm going to stay tuned for sure. Of course, man. Thank you for having me, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God bless. You too, Jeff.